Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 27, looking at verses 3 through 8, read from today's New International Version. And Apostle uh, Luke, who's the writer, St. Luke, is giving us, uh, he's telling us the um, the route they took, the, the difficulties they had. So it's like we're on the ship with them as they sail from Cilicia on to Rome. So let's listen to Acts chapter 27, verses 3 through 8, read from today's New International Version. The next day we landed at Sidon, and Julius, in kindness to Paul, allowed him to go to his friends so they might provide for his needs. From there we put out to sea again and passed to the lee of Cyprus, because the winds were against us. When we had sailed across the open sea off the coast of Cilicia and Pamphylia, we landed at Myra in Lycia. There the centurion found an Alexandrian ship sailing for Italy and put us on board. We made slow headway for many days and had difficulty arriving off Nidus. When the wind did not allow us to hold our course, we sailed to the lee of Crete opposite Salmoni. We moved along the coast with difficulty and came to a place called Fair Havens near the town of Lycia. Again, Acts chapter 27, verses 3 through 8. Read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast. Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 27, verses 3 through 8, read from today's New International Version. And there's a lot in this section especially for those who are travelers, especially those who are seafarers. You probably can just imagine what is going on here as uh, the commander is trying to find the best possible way to get the prisoners to Rome. So let's listen to the uh, commentaries. Uh, It points out that Julius treated Paul kindly and gave him liberty to go meet his friends when they landed at Sidon. Julius the centurion was extraordinarily civil to Paul. It is possible that he knew his case 
and was one of the chief captains or principal men that heard him plead his own case before King Agrippa in Acts 25 verse 23 and was convinced of Paul's innocence and of the injury done him. Therefore, though Paul was committed to him as a prisoner, he treated him as a friend, as a scholar, as a gentleman, as a man, a man that had interest in heaven. He gave him liberty. While the uh, business of ship um, was detained at Sidon, he let him go with his friends to take care of him. And that's according to Matthew Henry. The ship sailed there. Paul met with his uh, with Christian friends and uh, re- received care from them. And you can imagine after two years or more in prison, Paul needed that, um, that um, companionship, that camaraderie, the care, probably needed clothes, whatever his needs were. They were met by the Christians in Sidon. The Roman commander gave Paul a lot of liberty because he wasn't a condemned man yet, but waiting for trial before Caesar. And it also pointed out that Paul was probably different from the other prisoners on board. The other prisoners were probably all condemned criminals being sent to Rome to die in the arena. So that's something to think about, especially as we think about those who have that as their um, their uh, profession. They are part of the the uh, people who whose job it is to oversee prisoners. And just to remind anyone in that in that field in that you know position, you still have to think about how you treat strangers, because you could be treating angels unaware even though some of them probably (laughs) would not be thought of as angels. But anyway, let me go ahead and finish. And then uh, St. Luke lets us know that they sailed uh, along the coast of Cyprus. They kept near it. They endeavored to break off the violent winds. Instead of steering in a direct course in the open sea, which would have exposed them to violent opposing winds, they kept near the large island so that it was between them and the west, westerly winds. The force of the wind was broken, and the voyage was rendered less difficult and dangerous. They went between Cyprus and Asia Minor, leaving Cyprus to the left. Had it not been for the strong western wind, they would have left it on the right. So those who are nautical with seafarers you can just imagine what's going on the wind was contrary from west or southwest which prevented uh, them pursuing a direct route and when they sailed uh, over the sea of Cilicia and Pamphylia these were coasts that Paul was probably familiar with and uh, maybe from his boyhood and the other from his first missionary tour that um, when they came to Myra, the city of Lycia, and that's in Acts chapter 21, verse 1. And the commander found an Alexandrian ship sailing to Italy. 
they found he found a means of transport into Italy sooner perhaps than they had expected, and it may have been the same strong contrary winds from the west which had altered uh, that ship and its course from Sidon and had carried the vessel along the Mediterranean to the Asiatic coast. Myra was certainly out of the way for persons sailing from North Africa to Italy. And it said that it was a grain freighter. And it said that uh, grain grown from Egypt was uh, a staple in Italy. It also described the freighter and why it didn't have a sail. It didn't have a sail because it had two paddles in the back. And it said the ship made its way west, eventually coming to the port of Fair Havens on the south side of the island of Crete. With the favorable tra travel period quickly coming to a close, the captain of the Alexandrian ship pushed westward in an attempt to reach Italy before winter. But the elements were already beginning to make sailing very difficult. Uh, Nidus, with its two harbors and ample accommodations, would have made an excellent stopping point for from which to wait for favorable favorable winds. But the weather conditions made it difficult to put it there, put in there. So the ship's captain chose to head south toward Crete, with the largest or island in the Aegean Sea. In better, better weather, captains would sail to the north of Crete, with, but with winter fast approaching, however, the northern coast was not safe. The northern coast had a few suitable harbors and left ship, ships unprotected against the often dangerous winds. Therefore, Paul's ship journey to the eastern tip of Crete, or Crete was then west along the southern coast where harbors were more available. And it said the small harbor at Fair Havens um, was not, did not offer much protection, but it was uh, against the coastline. So it was, I guess, a good place for them to, to stop. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you even as we study and read about Apostle Paul and his travels to Rome. Even as right now, today, we read reports of your people in Israel have waged war because of attacks by Hamas. God, we're praying, Father. We're praying angel protection, so much devastation. And God, we don't understand. We just don't understand. But you, we can always put things in your hand and trust you and trust your heart as we pray for those who need you right now. It says, as of my reading right now, that 700 people have been killed. We pray for those families, Father. They didn't ask to be in harm's way. Cover those who are, are in that situation. 
provide uh, comfort to their hearts as only you can provide in the name of Jesus, especially God, those of the household of faith. As we look at the devastation in that area, and also we have to keep remind, reminding ourselves that we're um, they're they're not the only ones in war right now. We're praying for Ukraine, praying even for Afghanistan, for those who were affected by the um, um, earthquake or whatever it was that affected them. God, those in the household of faith, we pray that their light shines and that they're able to reach those who need you as their Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.